on this episode of the Girl Talk Podcast. One of the biggest weapons we have against anxiety is thankfulness, the way Mm, you're thinking about it. Thankfulness in the moment. Thankfulness is deadly to Mm. anxiety. You are listening to the Girl Talk Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee. My name is Carol. I'm Kelly. I'm Trisha. And we're so glad that you have joined us today. We are going to be tackling the monster of stress today. Stress. Good stress, bad stress. It all affects us. And I think probably where we're going to jump off on this topic is the difference between good stress and bad stress. Because we all have stress. Mm Mm-hmm. Of all kinds. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, I just spent last week at the beach. And <laughs> so was you there. are not stressed. I am not stressed oh, at all right now. Yeah. I'm very laid back. But I was, one of the girls that I was there with is a psychologist, or at least ah. trained in psychology. So we were talking, we got off on the, to- the topic of stress and being stressed out or whatever. And she said the most interesting thing. She said that in utero, babies cannot determine the difference between good stress and bad stress. That it's all just stress. And that stress is a learned behavior. Stress and its coping mechanisms is a learned behavior. It's something we are taught as young children, which was fascinating to me, especially in the context of good stress versus bad stress, Mm -hmm. that both of those things can affect us both negatively and positively. Mm. Um, And that sometimes our bodies have a difficult time figuring out which ones are good stress and which one's bad stress. But it all increases our cortisol level. But it's a learned I mean, that's the word that kind of jumped right. out at me yes. when you said that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that it's learned that yeah. as young children, if we have been exposed to a lot of stress, whether it's good stress or bad stress, we're learning how to cope with that in um, b- both healthy and unhealthy ways. Right. Mm-hmm. So let's mm-hmm. let's back up and define good stress. Um, what are we talking mm-hmm. about when we say good stress? I The thing that comes to my mind is the normal amount of stress that we encounter day-to-day by everyday responsibilities Mm -hmm. i'm not talking like major stress but i'm just talking about you know having to show up for work on time and you know Mm -hmm. responsibilities at work that's all good things but it does kind of provide some kind yeah motivation Motivation to get us out of the bed right so that's what i would define as good stress y'all have anything that you'd like to throw in there and add to that i've done a little bit of reading about this because stress and anxiety is certainly something that i have battled i've talked about it before and i'll talk about it again but um but i've learned a little bit about it you know god gave us the ability to have this good stress Mm. good stress is a gift from god Mm. because it is the thing that happens in our body when we need to either pay attention more closely or we need to have more energy. We need to run away. It's the fight or flight. But it's also what we use if you're doing a sporting event. You're supposed to be a little bit anxious. You're supposed to have those mm. butterflies because it helps you pay attention. It helps you focus more. Hmm. If the good There's good stress in that it is something that God's given us to um, exceed what we can ordinarily do. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I, it's a gift from God. Yeah, sure. But what happens and what you're talking about is when our bodies take over that same feeling of stress that we're supposed to have in those moments, but put it on a different moment, yeah. a moment of emotional distress instead of a physical need. Mm. And our bodies can't tell the difference 
our mind is what's telling the difference between is this good stress or bad stress. But when our minds go into the bad stress place, it all feels bad. Mm-hmm. So good stress is is can, is good. It's a gift from God to help us focus and pay attention. I also think good stress helps us be better. You know, I think about like college. Mm. College can be really stressful. Yeah. But on the back side of it, you've learned something. Mm. You've experienced new things. Um, you've become better. You know, er- early in my career, I was there was lots of really good stress, but it was the it was the good stress that helped me learn how to um, accomplish things, how mm. to perform better, yeah. how to uh, react better, how to react differently. Um, kind of stretching your boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Made okay. me a better uh, professional today yeah. than I was back then because I had some good healthy stress. Okay. Think about muscles. Muscles in order to grow or even lengthen have to be put through some kind of stress. Mm. Yeah, exercise, yeah. some kind of a, a, a stretching, think about yoga or something like that. And we're kind of like that. We got to mm-hmm. be put through a little bit of stress in order to grow and stretch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, nobody has to define bad stress. <laughs> I think everybody kind of mm-hmm. knows what that means. So I, I think probably that the question that comes to my mind is, how do you know when you've kind of crossed over into bad stress? Mm-hmm. So you have this amount of good stress How do you kind of know? Because I think one of the things that at least I do, I don't know if anybody else does this, but at least I do is I like I'm not very good at managing the way that I feel and paying attention to those things all the time. So I just figure, you know, I'm going to know and I don't. And so I just wake up one morning and I'm so stressed out and I'm snippy at everybody and I I can't understand why. Mm -hmm. So let's let's kind of define the Mm -hmm. the point when it Mm -hmm. goes from good stress to bad stress. Um, what, what is that point? Mm-hmm. Well, I think there are physical symptoms mm-hmm. that take over yeah. in any stressful yeah. situation, like uh, sweaty palms or inability to focus and think, um, having difficulty breathing. When you're experiencing those things and you're not in a place where you're having to use your good stress coping, like you wake up in the morning in your bed and you're starting to feel anxious about the day, that's mm. bad stress. Yeah. So if you're... If you're starting to go down that path, you know you're heading down the wrong path. I say that because I know I'm going down the wrong path when I do that. One of the biggest triggers for me is when I feel paralyzed. I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. I'm stuck. Mm -hmm. I can't do this. I can't do that. I keep thinking, overthinking, negative thinking. When I go into that mode, I know that I'm going into the bad stress mode. Okay. Yeah. So that fight, fight or flight, but then it becomes fight, flight or freeze. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and that when yeah. that freeze happens, you know it's not healthy. It's not, it's not a healthy thing, right? Yeah. yeah, that freezing is is rarely a good thing for us. You know, when I see it, is that I get um, irritable with people, and mm-hmm. I love people. I love being around people, but when I start to feel that, um, like irritation and like this is getting on my nerves and that's how sometimes I can tell mm, something's wrong here and I need especially to those people you this. enjoy spending time with yeah when they yeah. start getting annoying to you, you yeah it's, it's like what is causing yeah. this and I think probably for me I mean the older you get I know that you learn some things about yourself and you're more in tune with mm-hmm. who you are but I think the older that I've gotten the more I've realized that in the past I don't really have formulate a plan for dealing with these things I'm always proactive 
I mean, I'm not proactive. I'm I'm reactive, mm-hmm. you know, and then I'm I'm so stressed out. And then I'm like, oh, I have to go back and apologize to all these places. And what I'm re- learning is that we can be proactive in putting a plan together to say when I see these three things or when I see these five things or whenever I see this one thing, I know that that's kind of a trigger to to alert me. Hey, this is some bad stress. And then if I can put a plan in place to deal with that, then I can relieve that stress in a healthy way and it not damage my relationships or, you know, my health in a negative way, those kinds of things. But, but I'll tell, I'll be, I'll just be totally up for honest. I'm not that smart. And, and it's taken me a long time to get there to realize, Hey, you can actually have a plan in place so that when those things start to happen, you're not reacting. You're actually proactive and you can can make that happen on the front end. Mm-hmm. You're talking about the difference between being on the defense versus on the offense. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And if you can yeah, go. But now, I, I think part of that, and I love what you said, and I, I echo all of it. it. Really, the question is, what am I thinking? Mm-hmm. Because what yeah. I'm thinking mm-hmm. is going to dictate mm-hmm. where I go. But you do need to be aware of triggers. Are there environments that create that bad stress and that feeling are there are there relationships that create that situations mm-hmm. places where i know when i go there i start to go down topics. that path oh, topics yes. all of that <laughs> yeah and so you'll know so that's when you can be more proactive than yeah. reactive because you know you're going into that same situation and every time you go into that situation and you have a conversation with that person or you're in that environment you know you're going to feel stress then you can go on the offensive with your weapons mm-hmm. yeah but yeah. I, that makes a ton of sense to me i have to i have to ask myself not how am i feeling but how am i thinking right yeah our, our thoughts can control so much sure. of our stress you know i was thinking too about like some healthy stress when we when we take on new projects mm-hmm. that we like uh uh, planning an event, for mm-hmm. instance, or having a group of people over, um, that can cause lots of healthy stress, or it can cause bad stress, depending on what you dwell on that is so and true. how you think about it. Yeah. If you are thinking about the joy that's going to come from it, or the yes. your you know you're being able to accomplish a checklist of things, then that's great. But if you start worrying about it and worrying what the outcomes are going to be and you have that kind of self-talk mm. that ends up then turning that good stress into bad stress, um, then that's where you've kind of crossed that line. Yeah. Going further with that analogy. So Kelly is a wonderful hostess. Mm-hmm. You know how to do it and you do it right. The second you said that, I thought I put myself in that position like, oh, I'm having people over. I went down immediately bad path i started Mm. to say they're gonna see my house they're gonna think i'm a messy person i am a failure i can't keep a house going just the second you said that i went down that path immediately Mm -hmm. versus a a much better path like oh i'm gonna be able to love on people Mm -hmm. have them into my house and treat them well it's amazing how something like that can take you down one of two paths Yeah. yeah And and I think if you don't have a plan in place, then you wind up thinking, I'm never going to have people over until, mm-hmm. you know, the end of time. And that's not a healthy place either, you know? Right. I right. think a lot right. of that, too, gets back to how we've been gifted. Mm. You know, that yeah. I've been gifted with the spiritual gift of hospitality. So yes. for me, that's really good. It's feeding my 
um, God-given purpose right. and God-given skills and abilities and talents. But for you, you're, you've My been gift gifted. gift is disorganization. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's not. Well, somewhere around there. So you might have different spiritual gifts yeah, right. that, are, that God would feed for you to bring you joy mm-hmm. because you're but, serving in your okay. giftedness. All right. I have to stop us right here because we're talking about stress. And one of the things that always used to stress me out is, is that I would take spiritual gifts inventory and hospitality would come up and I'd be like, I can't cook. Mm. Like, what does that mean? Oh, yeah. You know, and, and you so, find a caterer. Exactly. <laughs> it, 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 it Just because you have a certain gift, it may manifest itself in different ways. For instance, there you would be hard pressed to find a room that I go into that I don't make everybody feel welcome. Mm, that's true. just true. I mean, that's that's absolutely. hospitality yeah. yep. in my way. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily me making the greatest casserole you've ever had <laughs> and coming to my house. It might be, hey, you need to pick up food on your way. You know, <laughs> right. but, but I don't I'm going to love you up. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be good. Yeah. Because I think we get so hung up in these definitions and then we end up stressing ourselves out because we have a certain gift and we don't, we don't, you know, operate in that gift like we think we should you know if you have the gift of hospitality and you can't make everything in better homes and gardens do you really have that gift you know it just we we do these things in our mind and we don't have a plan for dealing with that stress and it leads us totally down the wrong path Mm -hmm. and for a lot of years of my life I kept trying to be somebody I wasn't Mm -hmm. and I ended up frustrated not only spiritually but you know in my gifting as well because Mm -hmm. it didn't look like everybody else say that again Mm -hmm. you you spent so much time trying to be somebody you weren't yes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that is huge because I thought you know I mean you (laughs) you hear all these things and this is probably I'm this probably rabbit trail so I'm sorry go ahead and just disclaimer up front but you know you hear about when you're growing up in the church, you hear about how women, you know, kind of need to keep their place and they need to be quiet and reserved. And so a number of years in my life, I was very frustrated because I felt like that if because I was loud and obnoxious at times, <laughs> that there was something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Instead mm-hmm. of seeing the other side of that, that God had gifted me with a personality mm-hmm. That um, and I am able to communicate with others easily. Now, I know that later on, but a lot of my life I spent thinking there was something wrong with me and feeling that rejection from the spiritual community because I did not fit into the box Mm -hmm. of what a godly Proverbs 31 woman looked like. Mm -hmm. I didn't fit. And so there was no Proverbs 32. You know, <laughs> that said, and everything else that you might, but, but right. do I believe that God gifted me and uniquely created me? Absolutely. Yes. But there was that tension in there that created yeah. stress for me because I wasn't like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I like to go fishing with my dad and mow the grass, but at the same time, I like to get dressed up and fi- fix my, I mean, where do you, you, we, we, we get so focused in on putting each other in these little boxes. And if you don't fit into one of the box perfectly, then there's something wrong with you. And I think yeah. that just frustrated the fool out of me for a mm-hmm. lot of years. And I think that's what gets back to that good stress versus bad stress right. is that the good stress, there's God given stress mm-hmm. that when we are in our giftedness, when we're acting the way God made us to be within, you know, a nice box, um, <laughs> when when we are thriving yeah. in who God made us to be, that's going to be some really good stress. There's right. going to be some good things that come from that. Growth. But when we try to, yeah, mm-hmm. growth, that's right. Mm-hmm. When we try to be somebody that God did not make us to be yeah, and worry about things that are not ours to worry about. Yeah. 
that's when we end up with a lot of stress, bad stress. I think what you're saying, and I think it's so true, is that one of the things that really causes us bad stress is comparison. Mm. Yeah. Comparing me to you, comparing you to her, comparing all of that is not helpful and it creates bad stress Mm -hmm. instead of just being who God has created us to be and dealing with the good stress that comes with growing in that way Mm -hmm. versus trying so hard to be like the person over there that you're comparing yourself to. I'm, I'm learning about that all the time. Yeah. I also think we have as, you know, type A women, especially try to take on too many things Mm -hmm. and accomplish too much stuff. And, uh, we try to be all things to all people sometimes, and that can cause lots of unhealthy it's stress. Possible. It's, mm-hmm. it's just not possible. It's not possible. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. And you're not growing in the way God wants you to grow if you are saying yes to all the things yeah. that you're asked to do. Yeah. And, you know, you can't grow in the good, healthy ways. Yeah. Because you're stressed out. So I just shared with y'all how I've seen stress, you know, kind of push me to the point of being unhealthy? Are there ways that you can, you know, go back in your life and point to situations where you felt like stress got to an unhealthy level, maybe even a breaking point and you had to make some changes? Yeah, there's been lots of times in my life, the stress for me uh, manifests itself in um, insomnia, Mm. the bad stress. Yeah. So if I can't put it down, I I normally can go to sleep very easily. Mm -hmm. If I can't go to sleep quickly because my mind is racing 100 miles an hour, that that is a very big sign for me that there is some very unhealthy, bad stress going on in my life. Yeah, yeah. Um, And that happened a lot when I've worked at different places, Mm -hmm. um, won't out any particular job. (laughs) (laughs) But um, there's been times where I couldn't sleep. Yeah. Um, because I would take on too much of the, um, I need to be somebody that God didn't create me to be. Yeah. And I can do all things because I am a superwoman and it's just not true. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about you, T? Oh, yes. I have battled the stress to the point of not being able to function. Mm. There were times in my life, I remember when I was younger, especially, I would spend time watching Little House on the Prairie back to back episodes because I couldn't deal with my life. So Mm. I would delve into this escapism route uh, because I could not I couldn't tolerate my own feelings. Mm. So I had to distract myself. And then I learned to distract myself in other ways. And I tried food or I tried exercise or I tried all these things all as a distraction tool. Mm. And honestly, it's not that I'm past that. I'm still struggling right now. I actually asked for prayer earlier today because I'm battling some anxiety. It's it's based on a specific part of my life, but it's starting to invade the other parts of my life. Yeah. And so my mind is constantly worrying and, and worrying and, and filling up with negative thoughts. Mm. And thank God I realized that and I've started to try to put some action plans in place for myself. Yeah. Started reading a new book, which I absolutely adore. It's called attacking anxiety and it is from a pastor who had panic attacks Mm. and he describes it in such a real and raw way and then he describes the shame of being in ministry and still struggling to such a profound degree and then the desire to hide that and it was just like I'm going oh I I know what you mean I feel that that's me too me too Mm -hmm. and so I've been reading it and he talks about how he finally got to this place where we can all get to, where we say, no, no more. I am not going to just 
allow the anxiety to rule me. I'm not going to just say, well, I'm just an anxious person. This is just who I am. This is my uh, my particular thorn in the flesh. He says, you've got to get to a place where you say, I am going to stand up against it. Right. Stop tolerating it. Yeah. If we've been set free by Jesus, then we can live free mm-hmm. and you can be set free and not live free. And just standing up with Bible verses, standing up with worship and thankfulness in the midst of it, going on the offensive before you need the defensive. Yeah. yeah. So that's what that book has been teaching me. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, this is a battle that I have been facing for a long time, but I feel like I'm getting some, some headway. Yeah. In it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are. You are. And it, it shows. Oh, thank you. It shows. So be encouraged by that. Thank you. You know, I think that it, it all goes back to putting a plan in place. I think that's yep. just what you clearly laid mm-hmm. out. I, I think for too long, we as women, and I'm pra- I'm painting with a broad brush here, but I'm doing so intentionally. I think we as women have just said, well, you know, we're just a victim of our feelings. Yep. We're just a victim of being, you know, stressful and trying to do it all. And I think you're right. It is time that we say, OK, this is done. Mm-hmm. Because I think mm-hmm. if we can get freedom in this area mm-hmm. and really fight back with the tools that God has provided mm-hmm. for us to fight mm-hmm. back with, um, then then we can accomplish more for him, uh, yes. which is the reason that we are here. Yes. You know, so I, if anything today, I hope you'll be encouraged, number one, um, to think about the things that cause you to go to a place that's unhealthy. Because for me. And and I will say, you know, Trisha's really challenged me on this several times. She can all, both of you guys can tell when I don't make eye contact or when something's going on in my, I, I just, I can start to shut down. I can mm-hmm. continue to play the role, but there's just something that's not right. And so when you see that saying, you know, what is your thought process in, in this? Mm-hmm. And identifying that has been really helpful for me in the next step, which is putting a plan in place. Yes. The things that you need to hear, the things that you need to say out loud, the permission that you need to give yourself to feel those emotions, yes, but then to put them in their proper place. Because when you just let your emotions run wild, you're going to end up in that healthy, I mean, unhealthy, dangerous rabbit hole every single time. Because that's what our mind just does naturally. We just want to go to the negative and we want to go to the that's that that's what comes naturally because we're sinful people mm-hmm. and our, mm-hmm. our mind goes there. Mm-hmm. But if you can a identify the thought that you're having and then B put a plan in place, then you won't find yourself struggling with those same things over and over and over mm-hmm. again. You'll start to see, hey, you know what? I only had one anxious thought today. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. And I and Victory. I battled back. Yes. And then it'll be a couple of days and you think I haven't struggled with anxiety for the last couple. Of, you know, and, and those kinds of of victories yes. are, we we build upon and are able to do the things that God has called us to do because we are what you just said on the offensive instead of reacting to everything that the enemy throws our way. So, I mean, those are my two takeaways from today is yeah, just yeah. know what your triggers are. Mm-hmm. Be be aware of what you're thinking and then put a plan in place. Anything else that you guys? Yeah, and I think one of the things, too, we have to ask ourselves is, is this stress that I'm under right now good for me? Mm. Is it helping me grow? Is it making me better? Mm-hmm. Or is it bad for me? Is it yeah. causing me physical yeah. ailments? Is it um, causing me to have insomnia or anxiety? Mm-hmm. Um, and how can I turn it around yeah. and make what might be a negative stress into a positive stress? Mm-hmm. Are there things I can do? Are there ways I can look at my situation differently 
Um, But asking ourselves, it starts with asking ourselves, is this, is this stress good for me or bad for me? That's Mm -hmm. a great question because I think one of the things that we can do as believers is think that everything that is hard, we need to run away from. And that is not true either. You know, there are some good things that are meant to stretch and grow us that we won't experience unless we allow that good stress to stretch us in that way. So I'm glad you brought that up, Kelly. Something else you wanted to It's it's kind of the same thing that you're talking about, which is one of the biggest weapons we have against anxiety is thankfulness, the Mm, way you're thinking about it. Thankfulness in the moment. Thankfulness is deadly to Mm. anxiety. Mm. So wherever you are, whenever you're starting to feel it, you ask yourself, is this good or is this bad? If it's good, it's easy to be thankful. If it's tough, it's harder to be thankful, but I bet you can do it. And when you do it, when you find something to be thankful for, praise God for, thank God for his love, the cross, his blood, his power, his might, all of those things. When you when you do that in that moment, that anxiety can't stand against it. Mm, that's good stuff. I felt myself sitting up straighter mm. when you're sharing those mm. truths. So battle back. You don't. You are not the victim of your thoughts or your circumstances or your stress. You do have weapons to fight back with. We'd love to hear your thoughts. You're always welcome to email us, girltalk at thelightfm.org. We'd love to hear from you. Hey, don't forget, coming up in September, we're going to be doing a live event, our first live event yes. back after several <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. Uh, virtual events. We yeah. can't wait to see you face-to-face. <laughs> Hope you'll make plans to join us. We'll have uh, some information on that for you coming out in the next couple of weeks, but September Uh, is going to be the time that we're going to do that live event just outside of Asheville in Weaverville, North Carolina. I want to say thank you to our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee for making the podcast possible. Could not do that without your help. Am I forgetting anything? I don't think so. Okay. (laughs) Well, we love you. Reach out to us. Yeah, reach out to us. We'd love to hear your thoughts, your battle verses, your Mm -hmm. things that you do, your plan that you've put in place. We love doing life with you. That's what this podcast is all about. And we'll see you next time we gather around these microphones for the next Girl Talk podcast.